we've got Mr. Rahul Gandhi, who's really had a charged engagement uh, with this large crowd just about, uh, ended just about 10 minutes back. You know, today's the last day. This was your last rally. It's been 90 days of being on the road. Uh, when you look back, uh, what's the sense you get from the kind of things uh, that you may have, you know, recalibrated, re-emphasized, done differently? I think it's been a it's been a learning campaign for me, like like most campaigns. Uh, overall, I think the Congress Party has done a pretty good job. Uh, take into account the constraints we have. We have massive financial constraints when compared to the BJP, as everybody knows. So it's been a it's been a good experience. I've learned quite a lot. Always, you can fine tune things, and you know, there's always there's always a better way of doing everything. So. Right. As I said, in, in, in adversity, in constrained environment, I guess your learnings are that much. Uh, so the brighter side of <laughs> things. You know, I'm going to. Uh, this is the end of the campaign, but the next week is uh, government formation. Now, yesterday we heard from the Congress Party, Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad said openly that you're not going to be standing up uh, or standing in the way of a. No, that's that's. Uh, I've I've made it very clear that we have to respect the opinion of the masters okay uh, the masters are these people they are going to decide what is going to happen so anything that is said prior to that decision on 23rd is premature mm -hmm. i'm not making any comments on government formation on any of that stuff i'm very clear they are going to give their decision the moment they give the decision there will be complete clarity before that i'm not going to insult their their position uh, insult their status by saying you know i will do this or i will do that and that goes for the entire congress party understood but in terms of the flexibility of the congress uh, in, uh, in in trying to install uh, a, a government which is not an nda government how flexible would the congress be i'm not going to comment on that until i have clearly in front of me the decision of the people of india it's mm -hmm. it would be insulting for me to start prejudging them and, and start commenting on what they're going to do. So I'll give you the answer to that question. On the 23rd, it's what? It's only You can come, you can ask me, you can come to an interview and you can say, okay, what do you say now? And I will say, yes, sir, this is how we're going to proceed. Okay, we'll take you up on, <laughs> on that one. Sanjay, up. No, mandate respect is one thing. real politics is a single largest party, if you have to rival, you उसको आपको प्रीएम्प्ट करना ही चाहिए उसके लिए आप क्या कर रहे हैं देखिए सिंगल लार्जेस्ट पार्टी होगी नहीं अगर आप अगर आप अगर आप हाइपोथेटिकल बात कर रहे हो तो मैं हाइपोथेटिकल बात करता हूं सिंगल लार्जेस्ट पार्टी तो सवाल ही नहीं उठता मगर मेरा मेन पॉइंट है कि जो जनता कहेगी उसकी बेसिस पे उस फ्रेमवर्क पर सरकार बनेगी उन्होंने अभी कहा नहीं उन्होंने बोला नहीं जैसे वो बोलेंगे वो पूरा साफ हो जाएगा but I think the I think the point that Sanjay is making is that you may have a limited window. For, for instance, in Karnataka, window. No, we, we saw a very quick we decision. We don't have a limited window. We don't have a limited window. The window will be defined by what the people say. We have a we we cannot make those decisions right now because we don't know what the people say. जनता जो बोलेगी उसके बाद भी फिर हाइपोथेसिस के बेसिस पे कांग्रेस लीनियज का प्राइम मिनिस्टर साउथ इंडिया का प्राइम मिनिस्टर दलित महिला प्राइम मिनिस्टर आप वही सवाल मुझे अलग-अलग तरीके से पूछ रहे हैं मैंने उसको जवाब दे दिया मैं फिर से उसको थोड़ा घुमा के बता देता हूं थोड़े दूसरे तरीके से आपको मतलब प्लीज करने के लिए बता देता हूं देखिए जनता डिसीजन करेगी 23 तारीख को और जनता मालिक है जैसे ही जनता डिसीजन करेगी 
हम आपके सवाल का जवाब दे देंगे उससे पहले जवाब देना उनका डिसरिस्पेक्ट I come to Nyai, uh, you know, and clearly you you spent a large amount of time on Nyai, and this clearly is the big idea that uh, has been put forward in in, in the manifesto. Personally, uh, I believe that you know if welfare economics is very important for a functioning democracy. So I'm a great supporter of Nyai. But uh, the flip side of Nyai is that you need to have a massive amount of economic growth because. An, all welfare economics is successful when the economy is successful otherwise it's a drain on the economy now this country needs massive deregulation you talked about it for you know you talked about a couple of things but are you prepared for a new deal for our economy not incrementalism i'm not only prepared uh, there is no option we we ran a economic financial model in the 90s that model worked in the 90s we tweaked that model we didn't develop a new model we tweaked that model in 2004 uh, and it worked reasonably well with the tweaks till about 2012 and then it just collapsed we understand and accept that the 1990s model is not going to work in 2019 mr narendra modi didn't understand that mr narendra modi took mr manmohan singh ji's the congress party's ideas abused them and then used them and used them at a time when they just were not firing anymore we got into trouble in 2014 because of those ideas so absolutely there has to be a new paradigm uh, there has to be a new approach of course not divorced from the past so you're not going to suddenly see a, uh, you know a, a complete divergence from the past but you do need a new paradigm we are faced with a tremendous challenge probably as big as any challenge that we have ever faced right. uh, challenge is massive population massive young population and inability to create jobs for them nyay yojana has two aims first aim is to send the message to poor people that in the 21st century india is not going to accept poverty it's going to wipe it out okay and second it is to jump start the economy and bring the economy to the point which you mentioned of of solid growth because what mr narendra modi has done he has sucked the money out of the economy the economy is basically transactions number of transactions determine uh, an economy right and india's strength is that we have so many people we can have so many transactions mr narendra modi destroyed transactions he just shut them down notbandi demonetization gabbar singh tax he killed it people talk to me people say you know nationalism the most anti national thing you can do is destroy the indian economy narendra modi has done it so nyay yojana is going to the best way to put it is nyay yojana is going to remonetize what mr narendra modi demonetized but that and i agree with you as i said i'm a great supporter of welfare economics that is only going to bring us back to the sort of uh, uh, constrained economic growth that we now seen for 5 or 7 years clearly this economy needs deregulation on a, on a massive I, I scale am, i am for de i am for decentralization i am i'm absolutely for decentralization uh, i all the, the kind of policies that we have mr gandhi 90% of india's gdp and this is we, we don't talk about it enough 90% of india's gdp is produced in the private sector we are one of the most private sector intensive economy all our farmers are private all our small businessmen are private all our small shopkeepers all our retail everything but you know the kind of regulatory environment that we have created is so and you spoke about it you spoke about the fact that for 3 years you will not ask any question so my question is whenever a new 
government comes in. It happened to your father also. They come in with a lot of ideas, but no, the bureaucracy just captures you. Are you going to be able to break that stangle? Uh, there's two things. I've been in politics now 15 years. Ideas are all good. But in order to implement an idea, you need an ongoing conversation. When, when they were talking about GST, we told them that, look, don't view GST as an event. We said, forget Congress, forget BJP. If you view this thing as an event, it's going to be a disaster. This is a process. This is a conversation. This is listening to people who are shouting and saying, you know, we've got into trouble. So an idea has to be shaped and evolved through a conversation. What I'm saying is that the Congress party is bringing a lot of ideas to the table. But the implementation of those ideas is going to happen through a conversation. And all stakeholders should be part of that conversation. And fresh lateral new talent. Because absolutely, we, we've seen that enough in this country that you, you come in with a wanting transformation and then you get trapped in incrementalism because that's, the, that's what the system is. I, I, think that, I think the way to look at it is bring the ship back to where it was uh, a few years ago in terms of the basics, the fundamentals, uh, institutional structure, you know, the, the atmosphere, the removal of the hatred and the anger Mr. Narendra Modi has spread, number one. Number two, start working on some of the stuff that you're talking about. Deregulate, pull out, you know, remove some of the red tape. And then think about two or three strategic bets, yes. global bets, not Indian bets, not Himachal bet, but a global bet. You know, um, green revolution is a global bet. A computer revolution is a global bet. So think about how India interacts with the world. Think about the world's situation and then say, okay, these are the three bets that we're going to make. And hopefully one, if we're lucky, two will work. But they should be, they should be transformational. They should not be small. I think that's they should be transformational. I can tell you, I can tell you also where I think some of those bets are, right? I think a really big powerful bet is in completely rethinking about what healthcare is in India and in understanding that India has the capability because of its unique nature, because of its population, to shape global healthcare. India can become the force that shapes the world's healthcare. One. Two, railways, the way we think about railways and the way we think about our air transport network. The way we think about transporting material inside India. I think that there is stuff there that can be done that would completely reshape this country. But even, even a simple idea like uh, corporatization of the railways. Now that's been talked about for the last 15 years. But no one's... I'm not talking about privatization. I'm talking about corporatization. I, I mean, I, those, are, those are tactics. Those are how you get to the place. I, I'm talking right now more at the strategy level. I'm talking, okay, how does India, how does India, what are the steps India needs to take to, for example, use Indian healthcare data? What, what oil is to Saudi Arabia, data is to India. And healthcare data, Indian healthcare data will shape global healthcare. I'm absolutely certain about it. Now, one second, how do we think about it? And how do we do it? 
मुझे लगता है की बाईस लाख ग्यारह लाख जॉब ये बहुत ही रूटीन सोल्यूशन है क्योंकि सामने इनसरमाउंटेबल चैलेंज है आर्टिफिशियल इंटेलिजेंस का मशीन लर्निंग का पॉलिसी के लेवल पर इस पर आपके क्या थॉट है मशीन लर्निंग आर्टिफिशियल इंटेलिजेंस हिंदुस्तान के स्ट्रक्चर को बहुत मदद करेंगे अगर उनका हम ठीक से यूटिलाइजेशन करेंगे मैं आपसे एक काउंटर सवाल पूछता हूं नरेंद्र मोदी ने पांच लाख पचपन हजार करोड़ रुपए पंद्रह लोगों का कर्जा माफ किया पंद्रह उस पांच लाख पचपन हजार करोड़ रुपए में स्मॉल मीडियम बिजनेस वाले कितने हैं रोजगार तो स्मॉल मीडियम बिजनेस वाले देते हैं उनके लिए आपने डिमोनेटाइजेशन किया उनके लिए आपने गब्बर सिंह टैक्स किया इनके लिए आपने पांच लाख पंद्रह पचपन हजार करोड़ रुपए कर्जा माफ किया तो अगर आप स्मॉल मीडियम बिजनेस को स्ट्रेंथ नहीं देंगे अगर आप उनको प्रोटेक्शन नहीं देंगे अगर आप उनको बैंक की एक्सेस नहीं देंगे तो रोजगार कहां से आएगा बिग आइडिया गांधी देर वुड बी फॉर इंस्टेंस वन ऑफ द बिगेस्ट फेलिंग ऑफ द करंट गवर्नमेंट is that when they walked in they were facing a twin balance sheet problem the banks were in trouble companies were in trouble they did not recapitalize the banks when they could have in 2014 they did not rethink the banking institutions of india i mean are you prepared for those kind of big changes see see we are of the view that a new paradigm is needed narendra modi says एक बार फिर मोदी सरकार वट इज प्रपोजिंग टू इंडिया इज आई एम गोइंग टू रन द टू थाउजेंड फोर मॉडल अगेन दैट्स क्रेजी इट्स नॉट वर्क आई एम टेलिंग यू द इन्वेंटर ऑफ द मॉडल मनमोहन सिंह जी टोल्ड मी राहुल इन टू थाउजेंड ट्वेल्व दिस इज नॉट वर्किंग आई एम इट इज नॉट वर्किंग इट्स रन इट्स कोर्स इट्स डन इट्स डन इज जॉब राइट ए पर्टिकुलर सेट ऑफ आइडियाज have a time frame within which they operate right so it's done his job now narendra modi is proposing to re refire it up that's why he's getting the response he's getting that's why we're getting the response because they're like no no way it can't be done so it is going to be a conversation it is going to be a paradigm shift but it is not going to be whimsical it's not going to be it's not going to be we're going to build toilets it's not going to be 15 lakh rupees it's not going to be like that it is going to be a conversation with the people of india with the businesses or people who run the businesses with the farmers say we all stakeholders okay where do we go what are the big changes what are the big changes and you know and and, and, and by the way uh, you are suggesting this this is an excellent idea and you are suggesting bhaiya 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 shant ho jaye do minute you are suggesting this this is an excellent idea and you are suggesting this sorry can't be done so that conversation is what mr narendra modi has stopped and that's frankly what india is india is not one man who comes in you know just uh, gives speeches and says you know uh, what mr narendra modi does india is 1.4 billion voices you got to respect them they'll tell you what to do can i switch to uh, 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 acha we've, we've got a we've got a time issue five minutes so last question 
Last. Last question. The very last question. Last question. Last for each. Last for each. You go with last. मेरा बहुत simple सवाल है as a old Congress beat reporter. Congress leadership का सबसे बड़ा challenge या crisis ये है कि उस leadership का 80% time HR management, mismanagement, interpersonal relationship management में बुरी तरह से जाता है और वो leader को weigh down करता है big picture को execute करने में plan करने में इस problem को मैं बहुत ज़्यादा address होते हुए देख नहीं पाता हूँ नहीं भैया देखिए कांग्रेस पार्टी कॉन्वर्सेशन है बातचीत है और उसमें डिस्टरबेंस आएगा ही आएगा कांग्रेस पार्टी का जो लीडर होता है उसकी स्किल ये है कि भैया बहुत सारी मतलब बहुत सारा डिस्कशन चल रहा है और जो मेन नफ्ज है जो मेन बात है वो क्या है वो एक प्रकार से वो फिल्टर करके निकालता है और ये जो जो बातचीत है जिसको आप डिस्टर्बेंस कहते हो ये एक प्रकार से आवाज़ है देश की आवाज़ है अगर आप अगर देश की आवाज़ को सुनोगे तो वो ऑर्डर्ड नहीं है ऑर्गेनाइज नहीं है वो डिसऑर्डर्ड है जैसे मैं आपको दूसरे प्रकार से उदाहरण देता हूँ शिफ्ट की बारात शिफ्ट की बारात में एक ऑर्डर होता है और ऑर्डर में एक डिसऑर्डर होता है तो एक आदमी कह सकता है ये तो टोटल डिसऑर्डर है मगर फिर अगर एक आदमी ध्यान से देखे तो कहेगा हाँ डिसऑर्डर इस लेवल पर है मगर इस लेवल पर बहुत बढ़िया ऑर्डर चल रहा है तो कांग्रेस की नेचर वो है वो लगती डिसऑर्डर है मगर फाउंडेशन उसका बड़ा ऑर्डर है बीजेपी में प्रॉब्लम क्या है वो फॉल्स ऑर्डर लगाते हैं वो हिंदुस्तान पे फेक ऑर्डर लगाने की कोशिश करते हैं और वो ऑर्डर ही खोखला है आई आई वांट टू देन सिंस इज द लास्ट क्वेश्चन ऑन फॉरेन पॉलिसी नाउ वीव सीन ए पैराडाइम शिफ्ट इन अंडर द मोदी गवर्नमेंट इन टर्म्स ऑफ देस्केलेटेड फॉरन पॉलिसी टू ए वेरी मस्कुलर लेवल काउंटर स्ट्राइक्स एयर स्ट्राइक्स एंड देन ओनिंग दैम टॉकिंग अबाउट दैम नॉट रियली That's not what's happened. So you give us a sense of would you what's what's happened is what's happened is uh, Narendra Modi was given a clear message by China in Doklam, and he went to China and bowed in front of them. That's what's happened. The Chinese were absolutely crystal clear. They sent a message to Mr. Narendra Modi in Doklam, and Mr. Narendra Modi panicked, buckled, went there and had a conversation about. Uh, a conversation with no agenda, no agenda. When th- there's a massive issue on the border called Dhokla, no agenda. That's that's complete uh, submission, right? So that's one. Number two, he's taken foreign policy away from the experts. So we did six surgical strikes, but Manmohan Singh didn't do them. Manmohan Singh, the army. The strategic architecture of India did it. What Mr. Modi has done? Who cares what the strategic architecture of India says? Who cares what the Air Force? I mean, he's saying he's telling the Air Force people, he's giving the Air Force people advice that you know we should not delay the strike because clouds will protect our planes from the radar. I mean, where are we sitting, Mr. Narendra Modi? Radar is designed to see planes. Please go and read up a little bit about modern radar, or walk to the front of your plane and have a chat with the pilots. They'll tell you what's going on. So he has taken strategy and made it into a circus. Strategic thinking, strategic actions are not circuses. Strategic actions are done after thinking, and a whole bunch of strategic actions are not spoken about ever. So we didn't we didn't speak about surgical strikes. But now that that's happened, I'm saying now foreign policy has moved to that notch where India has openly bombed 
uh, territory inside Pakistan. Therefore, it has escalated to another threshold. My question to you is, the Congress's foreign policy, as you said, has always been one of strategic restraint. But now that Look, it has foreign, moved... The, the foreign policy challenges uh, in the 21st century are pretty clear. Okay? Uh, there is, on one hand, a superpower, the United States. And on the other hand, there is an emerging superpower called China. There is confusion in Europe. There is uh, fragmentation taking place in Europe. And India has to understand and accept that it has a global role. It has to stand with China, with America as an equal. It can't stand as subservient to either of these two uh, powers. It's a huge moment for the Indian nation. But India has to realize where its strengths lie and where it is not strong. India cannot do what Mr. Narendra Modi does, which is not rely on the strategic understanding and strength of India. That is true power. That is true understanding. Making these speeches and, you know, trivializing everything just to get a couple of votes. That's not foreign policy. Mr. Narendra Modi might call it foreign policy. That's not foreign policy. Foreign policy is going to the Indian establishment and saying, foreign policy is establishment and saying, you guys understand this. I have a little bit of a sense of it. Tell me what you think. Not telling, not telling pilots, right? Pilots, aces, they listen, uh, don't delay your strike because Mr. Narendra Modi is a genius who understands radar. Final, final, question. Run, huh? final, final, final question. You you talked about how China. Yeah, like yeah, like. <laughs> you talked about you talked about how China and America are the two poles. Is it going to be equidistant from both, or will we have a greater alignment with the Americans? Hey, hey. One question. Hey. A political leader in India was once asked, "Does India lean left or lean right?" And she said, India stands tall. That's the answer. Thank you.